Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast. Round 2, 2017. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is in disbelief. That Sid the Bulldog has retired. It's Adam Rosenbachs. I'm sad. It's a tough time for all. I'm really sad. I mean... No, we should tell the story, I suppose. Sid the Bulldog has um, moved on from the Bulldogs. He hasn't moved on from He's the Bulldogs. He's kind of a little life- lifelike mascot, I suppose. Bulldog. Sid's dead. What? No. Dogs don't retire, Michael. <laughs> this, is, this is a lie that we've been spun. Okay. I want to see if Sid retired. He didn't retire. I did find it a bit suspicious that a dog has retired. He hasn't retired. Sid's dead. People face it. Okay. I want to see, and I don't know how we're going to test it. It's the real Sid. I want a proof of life photo of Sid Hmm. humping someone's leg, and that person (laughs) is holding today's Herald Sun. (laughs) I want to see Sid's pinky. I want to see... This is... This has gone to the farm. Sid's gone to the farm. He's he's dead. They don't they don't make a great case for his health. They say he's nine years old. They uh, average sixty three in dog years. That's not very old. Average age is ten for a dog like that. And we noticed last year his eyesight started to get a bit poor. Uh, we contacted. How the do they know that from a dog? <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? They're going. Uh, whose leg is this? No, oh, they put oh, a okay. chart up. You know. Yeah. Okay. Read the chart. Yeah. yeah. How many oh, cats? It was, it, was, it was horrible. He, he couldn't read the scoreboard anymore. <laughs> <laughs> How many cats am I holding up? He didn't know who was on the ground. Um, he contact. We contacted the club. These are the owners. So we contacted the club three weeks ago and let them know. Uh, this is what we're doing to give the club an opportunity to find another mascot. We then also then buried Sid in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> you just... I mean, this this is how ruthless the Western Bulldogs have become. They uh-huh. win one premiership. One flag. Yeah, and then they go, the mascot, we don't need fucking Sid anymore. <laughs> and then, bang, shovel to the back of the head. No more Sid. This is horrifying. So they're hiring. They've got a thing up on uh, Sid's Instagram. I'll tell you what, this, is, this could be our new Trav Cloak Instagram. <laughs> gonna, Can up. I just say to any Western Bulldog or anyone out there who has oh, it's a, a Facebook page? Sid's got a Facebook page. Yeah, of course he does. Mm. Anyone out there who has a Bulldog, all I can say to you is do not take it down to the Western Bulldogs because they, mm. if they go back to back, mm. your dog is dead. Because <laughs> once they win the flag, they're fucking, those dogs are superfluous. Yeah, they're all over the They get rid of them. I'm just looking up. That dog is in a Hessian bag being thrown into, a, into the Yarra. He Nothing sure. He never got paid. Never made any money out of it, they say. Okay, that's classic Sid. Um, what do you do? You can't, would he be at every game or is this home games? Uh, well, I'm not that familiar with uh, Sid's work. There's a shot of him with um, Bill Shorten. Yeah, well, they're both huge Doggies fans. I didn't know Bill was a Dogs fan. Well, he's from out that way, isn't he? Union leader, that makes sense. Battler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little right. Battler. Yeah. Um, yeah, he jumped on like that, you know, August last year. <laughs> He's a big fan, yeah. But do you, like, why are they retiring him? It's just, it's a fucking dog that you can carry around. Just take him to the game. Like, does that mean Sid will still attend games or has he given up on footy? Well, I mean, I suppose he has because he's dead. <laughs> I think, 
I'm just looking at the page now, but I think oh, I, I don't know. Like, it, surely it's just life as a dog. Like, he's just wandering around. Yeah, well, exactly. Like, that's what dogs do. Yeah, just yeah. take him to the footy. Like, what does he care? Yeah, there definitely is another story to this. He doesn't give a shit where he's taking a dump. No, like it's really uh, it's just like going for a walk, isn't it? Yeah, he doesn't know. Oh, there's a picture of Sid with Bevo. Okay, what's that before the game? Before the grand final. Oh, this what? is really fun. He went to the grand final. <laughs> he went to the grand final, yeah. Well, I suppose he's their mascot. Picture of him with Neil Mitchell. Uh, it's your AW fame. Yeah. Um, so picture, maybe got picture a picture of Sid and Richard Wilkins <laughs> and at the grand final. And Richard Wilkins is doing a thumbs down. I don't like you. Oh, because of oh, course. Not at the grand final a couple of days before. I think at training, actually. Yeah, of course. Well, uh, Rich Wilco would be, uh, would be a Swans fan. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Huge. Man Huge Swans it. fans. Man I mean, you think of Swans fans, you think of uh, Jeffrey Edelston mm. and, of course, Richard Wilkins. Um, so it's all working out. So Sid, uh, yeah, Sid is no more. And they're going to get a replacement, Sid. Wouldn't do it. <laughs> do you think other clubs should have animals representing them, like live animals? Which ones could you get? So, let me think. Well, you got the crows. You couldn't really have a crow that you know. Yeah, I mean, do you train crows? Can, can they be trained? I wouldn't have thought so. A hawk. You could have a hawk you know, coming down on your glove. Yeah. What do you call that? That glove thing? Uh, like falconing? Yeah. But falconing, that's falcons. Yeah. No, well, imagine a hawk would do it too, surely. Didn't they? I thought Hawthorne had a hawk for a couple of games. Didn't they have a hawk that flew above and attacked seagulls at the... Didn't they... Oh, the MCG would yeah. have a, uh, I think, an eagle, actually. Oh, an eagle. That would, there you go. That would attack birds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to keep, uh, I don't know, maybe... See, the... No, to keep seagulls out. Because remember how they tried the wires across the MCG? Yeah. Because yeah. birds are fucking hate wires. Like, yep. if you ever see a bird mm-hmm. and it's sitting on, like, a power line, mm. it's hating it the whole time. Hates it. It's just like, what am I doing here? Yeah, again. I don't even, yeah, I'm just, I'm suspended in air, but I'm not flying. I mean, obviously, the classic is uh, Brisbane Lions wanted to parade a line... <laughs> <laughs> Which I still think could have worked. <laughs> what about the Giants if they had someone with like uh, elephantitis? Oh, yeah, sure. Like a, uh, a paturity gland yeah. uh, problem. Yeah. yeah. So if you've got some, some kid dude. with a big head. Yeah, freaking out. And they're like cheering him on as yeah. he comes out. Nothing like a seven foot eight person. Yeah, like, like the guy out of Mask. If you've uh-huh. seen the, Mar- the movie Mask with Eric Stoltz, if you've got a kid with a deformed <laughs> head comes out and everyone's like, yeah, it's the deformed yeah, kid. It's the kid. <laughs> it's the kid. Yeah. It's got a giant head. Yeah, don't look the in his swans? eyes. Hmm. That'd be quite elegant, having a swan around. Yeah. Although, again, can you tame a swan? So the thing like a Geelong, cats, like you kind of, a cat's not really intimidating. Well, they've got a cat man. Yeah, that's true, yeah. So that's already taken. What but about with Carlton? You just have a depressed person with the blues <laughs> just going out there, just, you know, cutting their wrists. Yeah, like Captain Carlton. Doing fine. And it, is it, what, it, Navy Nina? Yeah. Yeah. Magpies can't really do that. Again, although... Well, you, I imagine you could do all of them. I imagine all birds can be trained at some point. Can just they? Ma- just means... Uh, do you want to do it? Yeah. How committed are you? What about Melbourne? What if it's like the, the voices in your head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that go, I'm going to fucking kill everyone this way. Anyway, R.I.P. Sid. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, Doggies fans. Your dog's dead. Mm. Hey, uh, big round of footy, mate. Big round of footy. You know what else is dead, though? Mm-hmm. You know what else is dead? I'm going to say Hawthorne. Oh, no. It's all over, mate. No. You're zero and two. Zero and two, yeah. It's falling apart. When's the last time you were zero and two? Uh, oh, probably 2010. I think we... Oh, maybe I think we got to about one and six, I think, in 2010. 2010? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 And then we made the finals in the list to Frio in the first week. Yep. Hmm. No, it's fine. We're going to win the flag. Clarko says we've got, we're still playing flag quality football. Oh, we, have, we have those elements there. 
Do the ability you? to, yeah. You know who does have those elements mm-hmm. is uh, uh, the West Coast Eagles and Melbourne. They have two of your best elements. Oh, okay, yeah, kicking sure. Around. Yeah, yeah, that's all fine, you know. But they've got two years left, and then there's going to be Jaeger running around for another eight after yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's okay, a good point. so yeah. shut your fucking mouth. No, 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 you've got a good point. You know, you know what you should do? You guys should suss whether, uh, whether or not Ty Vickery has any brothers. Uh, and yeah. just get like a whole bunch of Vickery's. Down to the club because you know how um, he looks you know, a bit rough, doesn't he? Yeah. You know how at Richmond, Vickery was fucking terrible. <laughs> Remember that for years, Richmond supporters were like fucking Vickery every time you went there, oh. and you guys went, "Oh, we'll take your Vickery and we'll raise it." Yeah, and but we'll give him a four-year deal. How many other players at their club have been? You know, people didn't like them, and then we yeah. get them and make them in and turn them into little premiership players. Well, okay? that is very true. Okay, people weren't going. Oh my god, you need to get Brian Lake in your club, don't yeah. you? And then what, what? Three flags later. Well, there is that. So what I'm saying is, shut your fucking mouth, or I'll shiv you in the neck. <laughs> With a pen. No, Ty, Ty looked a bit rough, but you know, he, he was a, an option of a big man, and we and needed it's a big man. It's okay, you just got to admit it. He's only got what four seasons to go on his contract. Like I think it's fine that you gave you gave a struggling yeah, yeah. a struggling idiot a go, and it has it's just slightly backfired on you. Look, we've been up for a long, long time. It's only two weeks in, and, and actually, Adelaide are going to be a great team. Well, that, yes, they there, there is that. You, you have lost to two uh, fairly good teams at the moment. Who did we lose to last week? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what you should, you need to add in there. I would say if you got Vickery there, you, you guys, if you picked up Daisy Thomas's contract, ah, uh, yeah, and had him mm. coming off the wing and just aiming for Vickery and then putting it over his head and out in the full, I think that is what Hawthorne need. How's it working for Daisy? Not great. Everyone's pointing the finger, aren't they? Yeah, but but you know what. There is one person. There is one person in Daisy's (laughs) corner, and he wrote an article today, and that's Mick Malthouse has come out in defence of Daisy. And I think that has put everyone at ease. Absolutely. You know, because if anyone needs to defend anyone else, it's Mick Malthouse defending Daisy. And everyone, all the detractors have gone, fuck, Mick said he's a good player. I mean, he wouldn't have got him across from uh, Collingwood. After he's done an ankle and can't run anymore. <laughs> he wouldn't have done that if he didn't think he was a good player. Absolutely. And who better to defend Daisy Thomas than the bloke who got him over there? Yeah. Because he's got, he got, no, he's got no dog in that fight. No, not at all. Mm. And, uh, and had a successful career of his own mm-hmm. at Carlton. And so he's defending another successful Carlton recruit. Absolutely. Praise lauded down at Carlton. In fact, yeah. I'm sure they're working on the statue right now. Well, I think Bolton... Of him packing up his desk... Well, I, I think it's just an interim thing that Bolton will be there uh-huh. in between the Malthouse series. <laughs> like how Parkin was there in the early uh, 80s yeah. and then came back came for back. Carlton's 90s premiership. Mm. It'll be the same with Malthouse. Yeah, absolutely. I go, you remember Bolton? You go, I was in, was in, like in between the Malthouse bookends. You go, yeah, yeah. Those years. You know what was good yesterday? How about uh, Poopolo's mark? Yeah, that was, a, that was a great one. That was an amazing grab. Mm. Good at the little leap. Now, actually, I think it's uh, Daisy has a trigger in the contract. Trigger. That after 15 games, he gets picked up for another year. I yes. think it's so. But they're saying on half the contract that he's currently on. So they're, they're talking that he's on 700 grand a year, mm-hmm. and they're saying that's going to drop down to 350,000. Oh, just. Yeah, that, that, that's all. The poor guy. Now, does Carlton have a say in whether they accept that trigger, or is it automatic? I think the way it's written into the contract is it's automatic. But and what then how does saying, that work, though? You go, well, you know, he's played 14, and you go, we don't want him next year. That's exactly what so you do, you and I think that's what play. Collingwood did with Travis Cloak last year. I think he could have triggered something oh, okay. had he reached a certain level of games. Yep, yep. And now he's off to the doggies. Yeah, So, and oh. I think that's what well, Carlton, they're talking, he's Carlton in talk with his management, and they're saying... Unless you want your player running around the VFL for the whole season, yep. we need to renegotiate oh, what okay. happens for the rest of this year and maybe for next year. Gotcha. So. I'm looking at the comments, actually, under this Malthouse article, and uh, the first one I see is uh, <laughs> n- nearly as bad as Hawks taking victory. <laughs> so <laughs> it's on everybody, everybody's mind. Yeah. 
Uh, there's a lot of comments. People really love a Herald Sun article and a comment afterwards. Let me see. What's this one say? Well, I would um, say it'd be most, mostly Carlton people getting in there backing Malthouse, yeah? Because I got in there and said, well done, Mick. Yeah, it's Mick Malthouse. Go crawl back under the rock. You went to Carlton for purely selfish reasons no, and that's, recruited that's Thomas that's on that salary because he had, was a mate. You got him big payday. Every time I hear the Lexus from Brighton out on the radio... I changed stations. That would be the last car I would ever purchase while he was associated. What? Maltas doesn't add for Lexus in Brighton? Does he? Yeah, and this guy gets very angry, changes the stations when right, it yeah. comes on. I, you know, when I see a Lexus, I think of <laughs> Like, you know how many... And I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast. You're pretty committed to life, aren't you, if you kind of go, oh, no, it's a you, Lexus ad! You know how many... Lexi, I've keyed over the last few years because oh. of the association with Mick Malthouse. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, I don't know how many people have died because I've ran. I, like, I've gone through so many cars in the last few years because they're Lexuses. Uh, here we go. Mike. Mike. Good on you, Dale. It's Mick. <laughs> you guys have called him Mike Malthouse. Mike Malthouse. <laughs> uh, Mike made a mistake. <laughs> Never. Most evenly balanced human being around. He has a chip on both shoulders. Ah, oh, there you go, Dale. Oh, nice little go. one. Yeah. Nice little dig. Yeah, yeah. Wooshka. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mike, do you think anyone calls him Michael? Michael uh, Malthouse. Michael Malthouse. Sometimes he's referred to as Michael Malthouse. I suppose Malthouse. so. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe more in the early days. In the formal days. Yeah. 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 But he talks about uh, in that article that he knows what Daisy's going through because uh, a few years ago, and it was it was an unlucky thing. Daisy did his. He had a. He had a Great preseason, probably the best preseason. He was in the best nick of his life. No way, was he flying? Yeah, he was. Oh, he came out of the preseason flying, and he did his shoulder in the first like three minutes of a Carlton game. And Mick Malthouse said, "I had the same injury uh, when I was playing, so I know exactly what Dale was going through, and yeah. you know how difficult it is." So he's at one with what the player is going through, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just good to have Mick Malthouse on your side. Yeah, he's always been a big fan of the Junk Time podcast, so. Thanks, yeah. Mick. Because <laughs> they're always very positive about him. Yeah. Hey, can I take you through an article that, in fact, you you alerted me to. Oh, yeah. Uh, from our friend Robbo. I love Robbo. Yeah, we love Robbo. Yeah. Now, okay, on, I think it was uh, Wednesday night, I think on AFL 360, and he was talking about uh, Aaron Phillips, who won the uh, Best and Ferris. The league, Best and Ferris. Do they have a name? Is it, is it named like... No, I don't think it's named after anyone. Yeah, okay, no. cool. Uh, and so she won. She won everything. She won, heck, she won... The MVP. MVP. And she maybe won, BOG in the BOG grand final. BOG grand final. Yeah. And then she won goal of the year. And then she won um, She won best umpire. <laughs> and she... <laughs> She's very good. So, their lovely partner, she gave her a kiss, peck on the cheek when she won. That was peck on the mouth, Michael. Peck on, oh, so yeah, peck on the mouth, yep. sorry. Now, I saw Robbo on Wednesday night on AFL 360 saying it was a great moment, you know. Yep. The world didn't explode. Everything was fine. Yeah. We're okay. Yeah, so he's defending, um, you know, ladies being with ladies. And so then it's in the rendezvous section of the Herald Sun. So it's yeah. a bit of an opinion area. Yes. You know, people get in there and they, they uh, I suppose, yeah, was it Rita, Rita Panani? Panahi. No, Panahi? Panani. <laughs> no, that's... Um, it's not good. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, what's the name? Uh, Boyakasha. What's his name? Ali G. Ali G, yeah. Ali no, it's G. not quite. It's Rita Panahi. Yeah, anyway, Panahi. <laughs> anyway, the rendezvous section is kind of like... Uh, I you talk about social it. issues. Yes. It's not a football-based thing. No. So, here we go. Robbo, after being quite happy and praiseful on the Wednesday... Well, he's defending that people make a big deal out of same-sex yes. couples. And so he wrote... Yeah. ...at the top of the, of the article... Mm. The headline, it was the kiss that travelled around Australia. Okay. Okay. That's a huge headline. No, no, that's not the headline. The oh. headline's footy's grown up. 
time for politicians to do the same. Oh, there okay. We go. Fuck, Robbo. Go. Come Robbo. Yeah. Robbo. Shit, man. Okay. Okay. It encapsulated happiness. It did. He's right. Love. Uh-huh. That, that was, uh, that's what I saw as well. Appreciation. Well, she was very proud of what she did. Understanding. Yep. Here we go. And let's be honest. Here we go. Honesty from Robbo. I love it. I love his honesty. It was probably a touch sensual for a number of men. Doubles down. Okay. Hang on. So just repeat that sentence. Let's be honest. It was probably a touch sensual uh-huh. for a number of men. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some women will hate that last comment. <laughs> no shit, Robbo. <laughs> because it detracts from the message. Yeah. But that's the life. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He's giving it a but that's life. Oh, dude. It's amazing. It's so amazing. So it comes out, comes, out, comes out strong. Defending. Comes out very strong. Just saying same sex, big deal. Who cares? Wonderful. Who cares? Two ladies can have a kiss. She won, she won the best in the league. Wonderful. Wonderful. Brilliant thing. But if I'm watching... Good for Australia. Went round Australia. If I'm watching the awards being handed out to the AFL women... Yeah. If they're going to kiss... Yeah. What happens? When they win... Yeah. I'm going to get a chub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robbo. No, Robbo. no, no. Look, can I can I defend Robbo? Okay, do your best. No, I will defend Robbo mm-hmm. because he's not just... It's not just when the women do it. Because I know for a fact that Robbo was... And this is a disturbing image, and I'm sorry, Junk Thomas. He was rock hard when Gary Ablett was kissed by Adam Cooney. Oh, okay. Remember the little peck oh, on the head? Right, little peck on the head. That's the kiss that travelled around Australia the first time. Yeah. And Robbo was like, oh, yep. I'll tell you what, that was sensual. It's and people <laughs> are going to get stuck into me. But that's just the way it is. I think he just loves football. He loves football so much. He loves so football much. and He's he loves football. Permanently passion. erect. Yeah. Oh, dude. And then, like, the whole thing, like, yeah, oh, the idea is essential for a number of men. Oh, God. And then, and then. Did he also. And then some women will hate that comment. No, no, no. People of all, <laughs> all type will hate yeah, that yeah. comment. And it detracts from the message. And, mate, you wrote it. You wrote it, and then you had a chance to proofread it. Yeah. And then you've gone, and yeah, you've I'll, left it in I'll, there. The, I'll keep that bit, bit yeah, in there. I'll, yeah. I'll leave that bit in there. People need right, to hear it. Right there, I'll keep that in. This is what Rendezvous is about. It's opinions on social matters. Just a woman wins a fucking, the first fucking best and fairest of the league award. Yeah. A, a fraction of a second peck. On oh, the a congratulational the kiss. There, the, is nothing, there was nothing big deal. And then Robbo's like, I'm... Can't wait for fucking draft day. Oh, wait, I'll rewind that. I'll rewind that. <laughs> oh, fucking bring on more. Where's the baby oil at the fucking BNF? <laughs> oh, you're mad. You're mad. But he's defended. He's gone, no, but can you. I just. It was just a touch. I just. Do you understand, Jerry? It was just. It was sensual. Two ladies kissing. Uh, How can it not be. Sensual. You, at a formal function. Essential. I mean, if those, but if those ladies are going to, you know, turn on all their viewers like that, what do they expect? I'm looking down. You know the, what I'm saying? I'm looking down at comments now. Okay. I okay. Comments. Wow. I think comments have been locked. I think. You can't block comments from this. Here we go, Jack. Remember to Robbo. Stick to sports commentary. Leave politics out of sport. Uh, here we go. Just another two-bit opinion piece on a populist topic that includes insults for anyone who disagrees. Oh, there we go. So that's a person who's kind of anti. Same-sex marriage. Interesting. Um, so it didn't travel around the... Well, it travelled around the country for him, but they got angry about it. Yeah, not for Andrew. Yeah, no, Andrew. Mm. Andrew... Come on, Andrew. Populist. Stop going to fuck it. Yeah. And um, the, here we go. So because I don't support same-sex marriage, you call me a bigot. Why have we lost the right to have an opinion without being labelled bigot, homophobic, etc.? That's from Michael. So I don't remember writing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you blacked out because you were so turned on. <laughs> uh, good on you, Rob. Yeah. Now, Basil, Zemplis. Well, mate. I do love my commentators, and I was watching the uh, Brisbane-Essendon game last night, and just 
Like, I know commentators need to... They need to uh, talk things up. It's what they do. And, and Basil, he's, he's kind of... Is he the new Dennis committee? Like, he's from out west. Mm. And so he's kind of replaced Dennis as being, you know, the man with the, the, the superlatives and well, taking things to a new level. A long-time WA uh, personality. Yes. Yes. Oh, so it, maybe not has translated over to the other states yet, but Well, long no, time. but I, I imagine it's going to yeah, be... Good. The... I think I remember doing gigs in Perth in WA in 2002. I had a joke about Basil Zemplis that would kick off my little set. So that's 15, Opening with Basil Zemplis 15 years stuff. ago. I had a local... Had a reference. Basil Zemplis. Who the fuck had heard of him in 2002? Yeah, but he was the local newsreader in the type back then. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's been around long, a long, long time. Wow, you adapt, don't you? Yeah, mate, you got to do your local. Gotta well, I imagine that they're going to call... It would be the Basil Zemplis footbridge when it eventually gets built. Am oh, I right? There's bad news about that. I know, I know. Yeah, we'll get to that later. On. So, Basil Zemplis, everyone loves him. Last night, he said... Uh, so, Daniel Rich kicked a goal, and he followed that up with Daniel Rich, the trustiest left foot in the game. Okay. Now, there's a lot of left foot kickers that you would put in front of. He is a very, very good kick, though. He's a booming kick. Yeah, booming kick. Yeah. But I I remember that that Hawthorne went after left foot kicks. Yeah, did. For that precision. I would say Buddy Franklin's probably slightly better kick than Daniel Ridge. I think traditionally history would tell you that, you know, Buddy kicking's been a bit of a rye. Bit of rye? What about Isaac Smith? I know he missed that goal after the siren. We don't talk about that. Okay. Um, Yeah. Uh, Grant uh, Birchall, is he a left footer? Yes. He's pretty precision. Yep, Cyril Hodgie. Yeah, Ruffy. Um, isn't Gibbo lefty? I think he might, but no, I thought mm, Gibbo was right. Yeah, actually, I think he might be right. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think there there are quite a few. There are a few, yeah. But I think I think Daniel Rich is regarded as a the trustiest. He said the trustiest, mate. I suppose and that, 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 that means I there mean, is no other no one else trustier. That's why we like uh, Basil Zemplis, though. Not okay. afraid to make the big statements, yeah, the big okay. call, put All himself right. out there. Because I mean, he he understands the backlash. You know, well, that's true. He the, opens himself up, doesn't he? The gun will be pointed at his head this yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, so he understands and he's got the courage. Okay. The courage on a Saturday night to, to make grand statements like that. All right. Well, you know what that's I like That's why about... he's been around more than 15 <laughs> no, years. No, that is a very good point. You know what I like about it too? He doesn't, he doesn't stop there. He then went on to ask Lee Matthews Ooh. in the coverage. He said, uh, do you think, because uh, one of the uh, Brisbane players had lost a boot. I think it was uh, Robertson, maybe. I can't remember his name. Was running around without a boot. Uh-huh. And uh, Basil said... Do you think slip-on boots would work? Oh, that's a big question to the... It's a stupid question. The great, the great it's a stupid time. question because uh, <laughs> Lee Matthews just responded with, well, if they slip on, they slip off. <laughs> what a fu- what, no, why don't you have Velcro, you fucking moron? <laughs> We're not wearing slippers out there. Actually, Velcro would work. Could they? Yeah. And actually, Velcro probably would have a, have a smoother or more even... Oh, so if it was just the one Velcro pad, like, yeah. Do you think the laces? Do you think that's Levi Casbolt's issue? He's got really thick laces. Well, well there are people who I've in my, in the past have kind of taped over the laces. To yeah, that was the old days, wasn't it? Yeah. You tape over the laces. No one does it anymore. Well, I suppose so. Because your laces are normal. But Basil put it out there. Slip on boots. I think it's going to be the thing of the future. Okay, he's getting in early. I think well, I actually reckon he's working on a prototype and he's just putting the idea out there. We have had a few prototypes of boots over the years, haven't mm. we? Remember those ones? Was it blades? Yep. And I remember Teddy Whitten. May may God rest his soul with uh, Sid. Uh, He had he was an ambassador for Adidas, I believe, and I remember him. They did a thing on maybe the Sunday Footy Show. He was watching players out on the ground wearing blades. So blades had like a circular round, like the pattern of stops on the bottom of the boot was circular, so you could turn without getting your foot caught because there was a lot of ACL injuries, and they became quite popular. And Teddy Whitten was furious because I think everyone wore Adidas. But then these fucking dogs started wearing blades. And he was watching them through binoculars, getting really angry about it. 
That's weird. What do you mean? Like they kind of did that was a planned thing, or they just uh, well, no, they they wanted to do it so they'd stop doing knee injuries. Yeah. And a few players wore blades. I reckon it was like the mid nineties. I'm representing a variation of a boot, and it was designed to kind of uh, help uh, lessen the impact of knee injuries. And um, the the studs were almost on a on a circle. They they'd move. Did you oh, see okay. That? Yeah. No. So they'd move slightly. Yeah. And so right. I don't know. They never really came to anything. No. Nah. I think, and I think it, you had to put quite a bit of force on, but it was meant to be kind of if you got so if you twisted, you need in a bad court, position. Yeah, you can yeah. you can move around. Be yeah, right. yeah. I don't know. I mean, that, that, that's what Teddy Whitman's good for football. You know, he made sure everyone wore the right fucking boots. People wear blades though, still. I would say no. Okay. I, I would. I, I don't think they lasted very long. It was mm. kind of like a, a thing they tried, and everyone went, oh, "These are shit." Yeah. Okay. Let's go back to what we wore. Hey, tell you what's not shit, Adam. What's that? Our live show. Oh, it's going to be massive. Uh, it's just Friday. Friday the. 7th? 7th of April. Yeah, yeah. 11 p.m. At the European Beer Cafe in Exhibition Street in Melbourne. Special guest, Merrick Watts, Adam Cooney. It's going to be great. You know what? I'm going to ask Coons if he can bring the Brownlow medal. Have you ever touched the Brownlow? No, I haven't. Yeah. No. Do we, let, I'll, I'll ask him. We'll get him to bring it down. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because I'm, you know, me and Coons, we're tired. I've, I touched, mean, I've touched the Premiership Cup, but have I haven't you? touched the uh, Brownlow. Haven't touched the Brownlow? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do that. That's uh, tickets at trybooking.com. Just and search for junk time. Come on down. It's going to be a lot of fun. All our live shows are fucking rollicking in this one. Have we had no a Brownlow medalist on before? I'm we've had a four-time premiership player, but I don't believe we've had a Brownlow medalist. Oh, we no. Come on, mate. Dual Brownlow medalist, Chris Judd. Oh, that's right. Of course. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We don't fucking miss anyone. No, obviously. Now, we, uh, we're hoping to add another guest as well. We're going to add one more. Yes. Because a few people have uh, been uh, difficult to get. Just a couple. Just a couple, and, and I know we say it each week there's going to be a second guest, but a few people have, have said, oh, junk time. <laughs> uh, no fucking way. But very happy to do it. Very happy to very do it. Very happy today. to do it. It's the 11 p.m., I think, that's the problem, and well, also Easter weekend. Yes. Is it Easter next weekend? Mm. Is it? From what I can gather. No, I don't think you're right. Oh, maybe the week after. Oh, uh, the week after. The week yeah. after. Yeah, and that's the thing. The pre Oh, by that weekend. logic, that should yeah. fucking come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are some of the people? All right, so there's been a couple that we've kind of missed. Uh, we asked Paul Roos, mm-hmm. and he's going to be on Fox Footy. Mm. And I was like, whatever, mate. No one gives a fuck about Fox. Just come to the Junk Time live show. Absolutely. And he said no. Mm. Justin Kaczynski, he's yep. going to be an Albury. He'd have some great tales. He would have some great tales, and we're not going to hear them. And that yeah. would have been great. We get, we, we'll get him on, though. He does oh, yeah, want we're to gonna, do it. Yeah, he, yeah. Oh, they all want to do it. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, Nick Rewalt, mm-hmm. I thought I'd ask him. He's injured, yeah. but he's too sad. He can't do it. Oh. Grant Thomas, he's going away. Mm. And he said it's also two hours past his bedtime. He'd be great, though. Oh, yeah. Didn't he call you up and say he's not funny or something like that? Yeah. 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 I hit him up on Twitter and straight away he called me. And he's like, oh, mate, I'd love to, but I'm so not funny. Ha- how do you hit him up on Twitter? Do you uh, give direct your, message. Do you give him your, your number? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's how I roll, man. But doesn't he have to follow you to send a message? Oh, I can't remember how it worked, yeah. but it worked. Because he doesn't follow anyone from what I can gather. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He's very angry like that. Mm. But And also very happy to be a part of it. Mm. Just not this Friday. Can't be there. Yeah. And there's a few others at uh, Kevin Sheedy. Kevin Sheedy. Unbelievably, couldn't do it. He would have been great. He would have been great. But he said he'd do it any other night oh, during absolutely. the festival. I any other he, night. I think he thought we were doing it for the entire festival. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't know what the comedy festival is, but he was happy to do it any other night. Oh, Plow. Plow. Terry Wallace. going to try Plow, didn't we? Yep. And he's, uh, he's, he's away. Yeah. I know he's got a dinner party. No, he's got a dinner party. He's got a dinner party. It was Dipper. Oh, it's Dipper had Dipper. the wedding. Yeah. Has Gary Buckenara's daughter's wedding. <laughs> 
It's like the fucking biggest line of excuses. Nick Del Santo, he's got his wife's 30th. Oh, really? Yeah. This is just like, we've fucking asked so many players. If you know any footballers who'd love to come down and just fucking have a chat to us. They have such great fucking lives. They're doing stuff. I know. I, yeah. I honestly thought, footballers, you're not going to be doing anything. So what's wrong with Coons? What's pathetic about his life? He's yeah, I know. He's just so sad. Yeah, he's just desperate. <laughs> he just misses football so much. Uh, it was very funny. It yeah. was very funny. So anyway, trybooking.com. Search for junk time. It's next Friday night. It's going to be a ripper. We're going to have fun anyway. I don't care who fucking doesn't turn up. You know what? We're going to get stuck into everyone who's not who's on that list that isn't coming. And we are going to fucking tear those motherfuckers apart. From April 10 to 23, 9.45 at the Imperial Hotel, my comedy festival show. Uh, tickets can be found at comedyfestival.com.au or trybooking.com. Um, and also, thank you all the people who have downloaded the comedy album that yeah. I popped in our little feed during the week. And, going uh, great, guys. First off, thanks for the people who came along again. And uh, thank you for the people downloading. It's got a few little nice messages. People seem to like the bit about um, uh, me marrying a horse. Oh, good. There we go. That's a nice one. Yeah. Uh, and also, I put it up on uh, bandcamp.com. I divided into tracks. So oh. just type in Michael Chamberlain, Chamberlain, Michael Chamberlain, not Chamberlain, Michael yes. Chamberlain, and you can get that within like two clips. Clicks, you get the whole album down uh, in a track form. What's your favourite track? Um, I do like the marrying a horse bit. I think yeah. it's quite fun. Is it called marrying the horse? Uh, I think so. It's same sex marriage. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, have you got a, uh, any bits called like uh, what's the deal with? Uh, what is the deal? With airline food. With airline food. <laughs> That's very good. I'll tell you who else is very funny, though. Alex Rance. Uh, what's he up to now? That little prankster. He's a prankster. The little jokester. I didn't know. Did you know Alex Rance was a prankster? No, I thought he was a mild measured man. No, no. He's got. He's apparently got a great sense of humour. And it's great to know because um, in, in the prankster terms, Richmond, I thought, were going to be devoid of pranksters because uh, Brett Delidio left. Ah, uh, yeah, Lids, yeah. The, he, the yeah. Uh, key and tuner. Mm. Uh, and I don't know how you can top can tuna. Well, that's, we haven't stopped guffawing at that one. Yeah, that's one of the best pranks you'll ever hear. Mm. But how's this one? So uh, Trent Cochin has written an article in uh, Sunday's Herald Sun talking about his mate Alex Rance. Mm-hmm. And he talks about this prank that he played. So he says that, uh, and we're going to get on to Trent Cochin's uh, writing style. He's Hemingway-esque. Mm. Like I think it goes sort of Hemingway, Cochin, Dostoevsky. Ken, Ken Pace. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's number four. <laughs> so he says... Alex Rance had been at Richmond only two weeks when he shocked everyone. And you go, fuck, that's a good opening line. Mm. We were both drafted in 2007 and back then I was a shy 17-year-old who was keen to keep my head down. You go, all right, it's not about you, mate. You're talking about Alex Rance. But Alex, he had other ideas. To everyone's amusement, our number 18 draft pick... Yeah, fucking get that dig in. I was number two, you're number 18. He moved teammate Kane Pettifer's car from the club... To a random street in Richmond. <laughs> so he just fucking breaking stole a an car. Entry. He stole a car. He stole a car, and Pettifer found a note on his locker, and it said Rowena Parade, which for those not in oh, the right area, nearby. It's, right it's nearby. a street nearby. Yeah, but it's not like right close to. Like it's a. It's over the road from Punt Road, essentially. Yeah, it's about, Punt Road over. Be a seven or eight minute walk. Yeah, you could throw a rock from Punt Road to Rowena Parade. Okay, that's that has debunked my seven or eight minute walk. Oh. I don't think it's that far. Anyway, go on. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it I've doesn't got, matter. I've got a big arm. <laughs> I'm a very good cricketer. <laughs> it says uh, Rowena Parade, one hour car park. That's his note. Bang. Go find your fucking car, cockhead. It's pretty ballsy. So who's who's whose car was it? Kane Pettifer. Okay, so Kane mm, would have been there maybe a couple of years or something. Or was he also a recruit? That year. Uh, no, Kane Pettifer would have been at the club. And can I just say, like, Kane Pettifer's career wasn't great. Like, mm-hmm. he tried and he was just a mid-range kind of player. Can I just put it to you, Michael, that perhaps that was because at training during games... He's worried. He's just 
going, if I, when I come off this ground... Where will it be? Where's my car going to be? He can't focus. He's going for a mark and he's like, is he going to be in a Rowena Parade? Is he going to be on Swan Street? Am I going to have another $65 fine? Like, what has this fuckhead done to me? He's keeping an eye on rats. Well, Pettifer's out of there by the end of 2009. So, obviously, it took a dramatic effect on him. So, two years. Yeah, well, it would have been probably even less than. Well, yeah, two seasons. Yeah. That's incredible. He has destroyed Kane... Pettifer's career. It's kind of a dark side of Alex Rance that we don't know. We don't really yeah, see we, it. We see the nice thing about, you know, very kind of God-fearing. Um, yes. Opened up a school. Oh, yeah, know. a football school. Yeah, nice guy. Everyone, Lovely guy, you know, very uh, handsome. People, yeah, very handsome. Very handsome. But dog. Dog act. Yeah. <laughs> well, he says this too. Uh, in his first couple of seasons, Alex looked pretty uncoordinated in the field and he was a bull at a gate with a footy in his hands. He had the talent and was a tall, striking athlete. Mm-hmm. What, uh, What's negative? <laughs> and... Uh, what does it matter that he's striking? Yeah. What do you say to your other players? Oh, he's good, but he's fucking dog ugly. What's the general uh, article about? Is it just a big up of Alex Rance? Uh, yeah, basically. And just uh, he's one of the most creative people down at the club. He talks about how they tried to offload him when he was first down there. They didn't really love him. Oh. But that he's a great, uh, a great prankster. And also... Uh, this is what Kochi says. Is it's said that children laugh on average 300 times a day. That's not true. That's a lot. <laughs> like, there must be some pretty dumb children who just fucking laugh at everything. Like, that's you need not, to get them yeah, that's, on. That's not true. That's not true. Mate, Kochi said it. How could it not be true? You, you think this is an unresearched article, do you? 300 times a day. 300 times a day. So break that down. How long? Would I don't trust any child that laughs 300 <laughs> times in a day. No. <laughs> how, how long would kids be awake for? Say, what would they sleep for? 10 hours? Yeah, well, well, let's say, you know, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Okay. 8 p.m., yeah. All right, so they're, they're awake for 12. If they work for Apple, 5 okay. a.m. To, <laughs> to midnight. All right, so let's say they're awake for 12 hours. Yeah, okay. So 300 times, so that's... About, what, 25? 20, okay, 25 times, yeah, 25 right times 25. an hour? Yeah. I don't trust the kid laughs 25 times. That's, so that's, that's every two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> And he said, okay, so this is what Kochi said. It said that children laugh on average 300 times a day and adults chuckle only 10 to 20 times. Yeah, that's more like it. Yeah. They're the kind of people I like. And he says, Rancy certainly ensures we meet our quota. Now, this is where you get... Uh, Here we go. A lot of people see uh, Kochin as quite a serious kind of guy, don't mm-hmm. you think? He's very serious on the field. He just, you know, he's got that big head of hair, low, little, little. Yeah, flourish. it doesn't strike you as laugh a minute. No, no, but you know, he says, uh, and this is where you get an insight into uh, the kind of person what makes Trent Kochin tick, and what made him tick as a child. He said one of my favourite tricks as a youngster was laying under my old man's bed and waiting for him to jump in. I'd wait a little bit and reach out and put my hand on his face. Just to be a pest. <laughs> he nearly had a heart attack. Oh, that'd be so annoying. So, I hope his dad just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that means he's gone. Okay, so they go, Trent, Trent, go to bed. He goes, no worries, I'm going to bed. So that would be, what time you said kids to bed? Eight o'clock? Yeah, whatever. So what time's the old man go to bed? Oh, probably midnight. Yeah, so Trent's laying under there for four <laughs> hours. He's committed. And that's what I love about Trent Cotter. So he's laying under there for four hours. Biding his time. Yeah, the dad gets in. Gotcha. Lays down, gets a bit of, uh, gets the iPad out, gets uh, red tube yep. happening. It says he goes, a little hello to Mr. Cotchin. <laughs> <laughs> up, up pops little Mr. Cotchin, <laughs> and then he gets a fucking slap in the face from Trent. <laughs> He's like, you fucking idiot. Cock blocker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so anyway, great. on to Alex. Uh, along with moving teammates' cars, which clearly Cotchin is all for. Mm-hmm. 
you know, this breaking and entering of a, of a vehicle. It's like he's fucking in the Apex gang. <laughs> I'm not happy with this. He said another one of Alex's other favourite moves is hiding in the bins, in brackets, which we keep all the balls. Oh, yeah. He's not just climbing into sure, fucking like dumpsters. big green bins. Yes. Yeah. And scaring the daylights out of someone when they walk past. Oh, you know. It's so it just pops out. Different side to rants. Oh, and it, it, this is Kochi says he'll push up, he'll push off the lid and bob up with a silly look on his face or something. You're not doing ranty. Well done, mate. Well or done. something. Like, what else does he do if he's got a silly <laughs> look on his face and then you go, or something? I don't, I don't know what the other things are. They're fucking great. Everyone loves them. Jumping out of a bin. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Doesn't stop there. Oh, God. No, it's not. No. It's like, how can so it we got stop? car thievery. We got. Uh, <laughs> Inducing heart attacks yeah. for people. Yeah. Uh, he also loves to soap up the floor at the club and use it like a slip and slide. It's a fucking danger to himself. Yeah, well, I, I think WorkSafe should get down there. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, they're, bothered, they're worried about Essendon and their, their, their drug regime. Imagine walking along all of a sudden. Oh, fuck. Delicate people. Del- well, like, club, club legends. Imagine KB wandering down, wanders into the rooms. Mm. You're thinking, this is great, KB. Yeah, he's back. of the game. Yeah. Back at Richmond. It took a long time took for him to come time. back. took a long time. He was angry. He was not there for about 20 years, no, wasn't he? No, because they sacked him. Came back. Came back. Happy man. Came back with Mrs. Hafey. Yeah. <laughs> not, they're not doing anything together. No, no. They brought they're her back to the club. Yeah. 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 Taking her to the club. Watch the boys train. They're feeble. That's they're what I'm trying people. to say. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's soapy water on the ground because mm. Rance is having fun in yeah. games. Mrs. Hafey's fucking hip goes one way. Mrs. Hafey goes the other way. KB lands on his head. Oh, fuck. Bleeding from the head. Bleeding from the head. And he goes, that's my take. <laughs> I need to go to hospital. You're Doesn't a danger. Stop. You're Doesn't a danger to yourself, Rance. Mate. Yeah, and I and worry others. about uh, their, their president, Peggy O'Neill, wandering down. Like, has she mm-hmm. got extra grip on the, on the, 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 shoe, the slip-ons? Yeah, the heels that right. Yeah. Doesn't stop there. One night we had a players function in the Morris Rioli room, in brackets, which can be pretty formal at times. So at times, formal. Other times... Funny games. Funny games. Mm. And he dressed up like Captain America. Oh, fuck. I want to punch this dude. <laughs> and entered, entered in on his scooter <laughs> on the carpet floor. No way. On carpet. Not on the carpet. You can't fucking ride a scooter on carpet. Captain America. Mate, how is this side not top of the... <laughs> it's because they're laughing too much. Like, they're out in the field. Aside from Kane Pedder for wondering where his car is. Yep. They're just going to... Just, the other team kicks a goal, but they're going... He fucking rode a scooter Ranty. on carpet. Ah, uh, Rance. In the Morris Rioli room. In the Morris Rioli room. quite formal. Room. Get formal. <laughs> <laughs> pretty formal at times. He's Captain America. Doesn't stop there. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't take it. I'm like, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know. And if you're a Richmond fan, you're just, you're wrapped. I mean, no wonder Ty Vickery left. <laughs> He's just gone, I can't fucking handle the laughs. <laughs> chuckling. I need to go to a team that can't win a game cracking, so I can focus. Cracking ribs, yeah. laughing. Okay, here's what else he did. He also has dressed up and danced to Aladdin in front of members. Oh, fuck. No, 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 Michael, no. As a Carlton fan... What is it? Aladdin, is it Friend Like Me? Is it... Uh, well, it doesn't say. He doesn't go into detail. He doesn't go into detail. Is it a whole new world? What do we, what do we got? Doesn't say. I need more info. He doesn't give it. Kochi doesn't give it. A, doesn't give it. And you know what, though? As a Carlton supporter, and I, I, I have a reserved membership, so I go to all our home games, have a reserved mm-hmm. seat, and I have found that for the money that I pay... I don't get enough uh, dancing from any of our players. Pre-game not once. I've been, a, I've been a member for over 20 years mm. and not once, not once mm. have I been at a function and had one of our, you know, leading players mm. come out 
and dance to the music from a musical. And I think it's perfect timing too because I believe the musical uh, stage adaptation of Aladdin mm. is coming to Australia shortly. Well, that's probably why he did it. Yeah, he's probably probably a bit of can't, can't wait. Yeah. Got the pre-sale tickets. Oh, just, he's just all over it. Just got a bit of dancing going on. And Richmond fans are probably going. I don't think he could dance the whole new world. I think he'd be more like a never had a friend like me. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know, though. Yeah. But, you know, again, uh, part of Cochin's writing is he doesn't he doesn't go into the detail of that sort of thing, and that's very disappointing. But he says this of Alex Rant. So when they were first uh, uh, young at Richmond, they were driving to the club together. And this is just brilliant writing by Trent Cochin. How long is this article? Uh, it's very long. Oh. I, I did read it all, and it took a while, but it was worth it. Because uh-huh. uh, look at the information we're getting. Oh, we're seeing another side of Richmond. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So he used to pick up uh, Alex Rance and drive into the ground. And he says uh, he would have four bits of toast stacked up high in his hands every morning and leave crumbs all over the passenger seat no matter how many times I asked him to bring a plate or at least some foil. That's not bad. I like that. You know what I said? Because he says here four bits of toast stacked up high. You know, that's how I judge people. Go, how tall is he? You guys like a six, six so pieces of toast? It's about eight loaves. Yeah, he's really tall. And I, I just think that's the kind of creative writing. Like, not only is he a Brownlow medalist, mm-hmm. oh, but yeah. he's, he's a genius writer. Hmm. Hey, how come there are seats taken up at the uh, Beanstalk? Oh, for the GWS game yesterday? Yeah. Oh, Michael, come on. Everyone knows it's for the, uh, for the Royal Show up at Sydney. Okay, so it's a bit of a landscape. Yeah, so yeah, they put okay. uh, rocks and dirt in one corner, which, you know, if you watch the GWS Gold Coast... But what about the people out the front who well, wanted to get those seats? Yeah, there, there was a couple hundred thousand people out Locked out? Yeah. Oh, dude. They were like, Again, another lockout at, at the Beanstalk. Yeah, it's just not good enough. Like, GWS are drawing a crowd sometimes in the hundreds, <laughs> and some of these people can't get in because of the fucking Easter show. I'm like, how serious are they about this team? <laughs> you know what's going to happen if they make the grand final? You know, no. every year, like, there are sad members because yeah. they missed out on a ticket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like the GWS going, we can't fucking get rid of them. <laughs> Imagine being a scalper for this, this year's grand final when GWS make it. Just out the front going, just take it. Like, it's fucking, I've got 200 in my pocket. That's no point. Fucking get rid of them. Uh, awesome. But they smashed, absolutely smashed the Gold Coast Suns. Is it all over for Rodney E? Like, is it time for him to, to give up, to leave? To What, what goes on with Gold Coast? What are, you gonna do? Gold Coast? what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's, and it's two games in. Let's, let's not forget that. But also... Well, you don't want to throw anything out with anything else. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Which Sam Mitchell said during the week on 360. Mm. Um, but I don't think... Uh, who'd want that job too? Yeah, because if you're a coach in waiting, you don't want your first job to be the worst job in the world. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, how, so many, how many assistants are there now at Hawthorne? Or do is it now anyone who's working at the Western Bulldogs gets a job? Yeah, I reckon that would be the pattern, yeah. You know yeah. how they could talk... I think it's six now from Hawthorne. That's incredible. The brain drain's amazing. Mm. Mm. You know who they could talk out of retirement? Oh, Mickey? No, I was thinking Sid. Oh, okay. Sid the Bulldog. <laughs> he's sitting up there like fucking... <laughs> well, he's a game changer, isn't he? Well, he is. Yeah. I mean, he did die, but <laughs> we can find another way. Mate, you can stuff him. <laughs> put oh, him on display. Oh, they should stuff Sid. <laughs> put, him in the, put him in the cabinet next to the cup. Yeah. <laughs> put him in the cup. I mean, he's stuffed. You can do whatever you want with him. Yep. Yeah. Hey, uh, there's a guy out there who's got some pretty, uh, pretty great initiative, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, he's, a man, he's an ideas man. Yeah. For decades has been an ideas man. Yep. Now... Is it financial powerhouse? A financial powerhouse, uh-huh. yeah. And he's got a new, pl- a, new, a new business on the go, which we're kind of trying to get our head around. Yeah. Have you, are you familiar with capatax.com.au? Capatax? Capatax. No, I'm, 
I'm, I'm, I'm not. Uh, the, ad, the, ad, the website says uh, it's one-click tax, the simplest way to get your tax return done. So this is Warwick Kappa we're talking about. Yeah, Warwick Kappa. And now, he's offering to do your tax? Um, pretty much. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Doing your tax returns each year might, be, might seem daunting, but there's really... It does. No, you know what? It does. But there's really nothing complicated about it. Let us prove oh, it to you. Okay. I'm a tad confused by this situation, but it seems to be you can get your tax return done by Warwick Kappa. Now, I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm saying it's done by Warwick Kappa. <laughs> yeah, but everything, yeah. everything points. I'm looking at the website now. So if you're, if you're at, at, your, at work or whatever, kappatax.com.au, and there's a photo to show how serious he is. There's a photo of Warwick on the front page wearing uh, a one-click life T-shirt, which I don't know what that means. They seem to be kind of the, the, the brains behind it, from yeah. what I can gather. So... And also it says, like, after you get your tax done, just remember to buy Kappa a beer. Yeah. Because so you know how uh, if you go get your tax done and after when you get your refund, I'm like, fuck, I've got to go, I've got to go buy my accountant a beer. But I'm looking at it here. It says get your tax, ret- tax refund for free. So is it fuck, a, that's not bad. Is a free tax return done for you? Well, clearly. Because mine's quite pricey. Yeah, well, it doesn't have to be. And I often, never, I often don't get, get any money back. Oh, no, you'll so get money back. It's really hitting the hole for me. No, no, no. It's Warwick Kappa. Yeah. And the man is... I mean, how many businesses has he had? You can have him come over to your house. He had a... Co- didn't he have a coffee business for a little while? Yeah, I think he did for a while, yeah. He did... Like, he was live at... Uh, before the grand final for Kappa Palooza. Kappa yeah. That was a great moment. So now, because he's so loaded, he's just going, you know what, I'm going to... He's kind of like legal aid. Oh, yeah. He's just helping people out okay. with their taxes. And there's even a video. There's a video of him with cheerleaders yeah. singing a variation of I Only Take What's Mine. Yeah. And it's called I Only Claim What's Mine. <laughs> so it's a bunch of young women who I uh, hope uh, they got home safe and sound. Uh, walking around in the cheerleader outfits and Kappa's singing the kind of change the lyrics of his hit, his hit single. And there oh, I didn't even realise it was a take on his song. So yeah. he's, he's parodying his own music. Yeah, yeah. And what I love, I only claim what mine. It's an accountant joke. There's not enough accountancy jokes out there. He's tapping into a genre which people just go, oh, it's stiff, it's boring. And Kappa's going, no, 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 it's the whiz. Yeah. You know, I love, you know, the whiz who's got a great sense of humour. I love you like a brother. But I am from Tasmania. You know, he's got <laughs> genius stuff like that. Oh, uh, good on you, whiz. We should get... Don't you think that this should... Capitac should sponsor junk time, don't you think? I'd be happy be? to do that. I mean, I've already signed up. To well, get yeah, my, you, get you my want to get done. Yeah, yeah. You get everything done. I mean, I actually uh, just emailed Warwick my um, details to get into my internet banking as well. Yeah, okay. And uh, I gave him my bank accounts and I taught him how to um, gave him a copy of my signature because <laughs> <laughs> I trust the man that much. Well, it, it links to another website which I didn't notice before. It's called One Click Life. Mm. So it's for whatever life throws you. And it's called uh, Life is All About Give and Take. And we're here to make your life simple, giving you exactly what you need when you need it. So all of your financial necessities are sort of. I'm thinking Kappa's just the front man for this other company. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think Kappa's been brought in because you need the big guns. Well, yeah. So one click life return to the best. So what you need is someone who hasn't been associated with AFL for about 25 years. To come in and you go, well, this guy is like, he left the game as probably the richest footballer we've ever seen. Yep. Did you say that? Yeah. Like I know when Buddy Franklin, like Liam Pickering was negotiating with the Sydney Swans and he was like, we've reached kind of loggerheads. Let's bring the whiz in. <laughs> and the whiz said, oh, I'll just make it uh, $10 million over nine years. And they go, what? Sign. Yeah. Sign on the dotted line. Yeah, the whiz has said it. Thanks, whiz. Yeah. 
Um, Anyway, he's going to be the sponsor going forward of the of the Junk Time uh, AFL podcast. Yeah, there's sure. no doubt about it. Yeah, and the thing is, like, because he's making so much money, it would be tax deductible for him to sponsor us. Yeah, as he would know. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a good point. So, capitax.com.au, get on board, <laughs> check and, it out, uh, and head into financial ruin. <laughs> uh, the Perth Footbridge, Adam. Oh. Were we concerned about this? Very fucking concerned about it. Well, actually, on the topic of footbridge, I've just seen an email show up from Richard. Mm. Hi, guys. This may be a junk time first. An email live from the footbridge. Oh, here we go. Which one? Over at uh, Adelaide. Mm. Off to the Port V for our game and couldn't pass up the opportunity. I'm also a GWS member from the UK, so that might be make for a double first. Wow. As my girlfriend and her family are diehard Crows fans, can I also take this chance to say, fuck Port, and <laughs> I hope for our win by 18 goals. Okay. Keep up good work. Not going to uh, Thank you, Richard. That just came through straight away. Uh, we're recording this about four o'clock, so it's about half time of the Carlton-Melbourne game at this stage. Um, Perth Footbridge, it seems to be over budget and delayed. How, how can that happen? Like, it's a footbridge. It's like, I mean, you and I, we know footbridges. Absolutely. And why didn't they just go to Adelaide? This is this Perth issue. Just go, it's been done. It's mm. been done brilliantly. Yeah. There is no better footbridge in the world. Absolutely. And just go to Adelaide, swallow your pride, and just go, what did you guys do? And they'll say, we had a bridge over water that people could access via foot. Yeah. And it takes people to the footy. I think they're bitten off more than they can chew by yeah. the fact it's 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 quite a... Quite a creative design. Mm-hmm. The Adelaide one's a bit more simple, but this one has like kind of a almost like a large snake feel to it. Oh yeah. Anyway, it's meant to be fifty-four million. It's gone out to seventy. Oh shit! And they say they may not be able to play cricket there. They say, if that's, I think it seems to be the footbridge. If the footbridge isn't finished, then they won't play at the ground. They're kind of connected together. Go oh, hand yeah, in of hand. course. Because how else do people get to the ground? It's like how there was never foot, uh, football at. Adelaide Oval, Adelaide Oval until, until the they brought the footage. There was no yeah. way to get there. No, no exactly. <laughs> and so they're, they're saying that uh, at the end of this season there may not be a footbridge. In which case, that uh, there can't be there can't be any kind of sport there. It just ceases to exist. Like hmm. maybe West Coast and Frio shouldn't be in the competition. I think we have to kind of keep them out until until there's a functioning until footbridge. Footbridge is ready. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So if it's not ready by the time of next next football season. Then Freo and Eagles shouldn't play. No. Yeah. Sam Mitchell uh, basically retires as a Brownlow medalist and doesn't play any more games. So mm. it doesn't bother Hawthorne supporters too much. Mm. I mean, and, and they're getting it. The delay is reportedly due to fabrication issues in Malaysia. I yeah. mean, because they've got to build it in Malaysia and then bring it over here. Everyone knows you, you've got to locally fund your footbridges. Well, like there are so Adelaide many great, have kept it close to their There's so many great Australian footbridge workers out there. Yeah. They can be brought in. Mm. It's just, I mean... For free, because people love working on a footbridge. This is not fair to the hey, people... Hey, give me a hammer. I'll go over there. This is not fair to the people of Western Australia. They deserve a footbridge that is going to function and won't cost an extra $16 million. $70 million for a footbridge. It's a lot, isn't it? It seems, yeah. it seems a bit high. pricey. Yeah, it does. <laughs> hey, uh, tell you what, there was a report that came out. You know the Essendon drug scandal? Did you ever hear about that? No, what happened? There were a few little things in the paper over a few years. Okay. But yeah. uh, the AFL... Yeah. Has come out looking sharp, looking great. Talk me through it. A report came out. So the AFL did an investigation on this alleged drug Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm, taking. mm -hmm. Uh AFL, they came out and they said said AFL did everything above board. Tickety-boo. Fantastic job. Well done, guys. Congratulations. You should be praised. You know who who wrote that report? Who? The AFL. (laughs) <laughs> oh, fuck. I mean, if anyone's going to do an in-depth, the AFL critical said the AFL review, did great. 
The AFL have reviewed themselves and given themselves a tick. Yeah, now I haven't read this thing. Uh, let me think. Robbo, you've got an article here. Uh, I mean, half of it's about women kissing. <laughs> uh, but then he talks about... Uh, it's eight pages. The review? Yeah, it's an eight-page stu- oh, summary. So maybe the whole report may yeah, be bigger. Right. Yeah, at sure. least ten pages. Yeah. Anyway, the general vibe is that the AFL have said, hey, well done, guys. You guys are fantastic. As you were. Well, I mean, what, what's default? Like, at which point? You tell me which step... Which step, how they never actually spoke to Stephen Dank. Yep, yep. How, how, how is that an issue? You know, the fact that they said, hey... We still have no idea what they actually took. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Heard will suspend you for a year and that'll do. But you're going to get a million bucks. million bucks, yeah, well, that's, that's fine. Head to France, my friend. Yeah, uh, we'll take away um, your first We'll take away your first round draft pick. Yeah. Even though our sanctions will leave you last and you'll get a first round draft pick. Carlton are going to win a fucking final. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be a disaster. So, which part of these... Which part of this? The only is good thing. Fault? The only good thing was that Richmond got beaten by ninth. Well, that, <laughs> that's yeah, the only that, fun that, thing. The best thing, yeah. That gave him a huge tip. That's what got him over the line. Um, so yeah. So anyway, congratulations. I think finally we can just uh, put an end to it all. Hey? Yeah, it, it will never. It will be never forgotten. Rear, rear it'll be forgotten. Head Annals again. of history. Yeah. it's all forgotten. Hey, shall we wrap it up, big boy? Yeah, let's do it. What? <laughs> Please never Make call it that. Can I just point out that Geelong <laughs> have beaten North Melbourne by one point? Oh, have they? Yeah, Geelong were getting smashed there for a little while. I think they're about 30, 20 points down at three-quarter time. Yeah. This is incredible victory from the Geelong Football Club. Melbourne 29 points up over the Boo Baggers. Yeah, there's no need to talk about that. Uh, Great win from Geelong, though. Is that a goal after the siren or something? Or? Oh, yeah, it doesn't say. Okay. The Cats hit the lead for the first time with just a minute to go. Hmm. Incredible. Great win. Anyway, uh, football is in real life. What do you got for me? We have one from Luke. We have... Uh, Ricky Nixon. Oh, shit. Started tucking into a meat pie for breakfast in a cafe beneath his apartment building. Oh, where the book launch was. Where the book launch. Also <laughs> on the table next to him was oh. the dog-eared pages of his poorly received tell-all book, My Story. All right. Well, can I just say, I don't like the uh, the opinions given in this said email. Like, connotations. Yeah. Well, who says that it's a poorly received book? I bought it from my brother for Christmas. Yeah, I think it... Did you really? Yeah. Did you really? Where'd you yeah. get it from? Um, a regular bookshop in town. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he got me. Oh, he got me another book, but I won't make. I won't reference that one. Okay. It was a kind of a joke book as well. Yep. Uh, oh, I, I didn't realise what. So you you had the the infamous YouTube link that we could have watched <laughs> in the book. Has, has your brother looked at the YouTube link? Uh, um, uh, I, I look. It's such an emotional journey to read that book. <laughs> yeah. Okay, another one. There's another football in real life. Where is it? Can we Here get your brother to review that book? <laughs> yeah, sure. I would love to know what's in there. Here we go. Uh, this is from a while ago. This is from Marcus. Uh, I've been thinking about this one for a while now. Every time you brought it up on your podcast. 2003. Take yourself back to 2003. Um, Brisbane were flying on yeah. the way to their third premiership. Yes. Uh, Foo Fighters were playing at Festival Hall in oh, Melbourne. Here we go. Uh, I think it was the colour and the shape tour. After the dust settled and the lights came on, we stayed around till most people left. As we left, we heard shouting and a commotion near the stage, and though Dave Grohl had come out to say hi to people who oh, stuck around. There you go. How good is Dave Grohl? But as we went towards the stage, we saw a buff guy yelling at the security guard, yelling, don't you know who I am? Oh, Jesus. Who could that be? The person shouting was Dermy trying to get backstage. Good. He was going ape. He was yelling and threatening this poor teenager who looked... <laughs> The acne-riddled teenager from The Simpsons with the riddled acne. <laughs> I guess the teenager had made a huge mistake as why wouldn't Dave Grohl want to meet Dermy? Well, I think that's the only reason they toured, wasn't That's it? great. 
That's great. It was called the. I thought that was not the color and the shape tour. That was the Can We Meet Dermy tour. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the only reason they formed. The yeah. Band. Yeah. Well, that's to meet like, Australian rules footballers. Well, I, I I know for a fact that Dave Grohl was excited when Kurt Cobain died because he thought Foo Fighters. I can form now because I wasn't going to just leave Nirvana. Uh huh. Foo Fighters, and therefore we can tour Australia. Okay. And then I get to meet Dermy. Gotcha. It's a natural progression. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Hey, uh, we're going to do our final place, our live show on this Friday, April 7th yep. at uh, 11 p.m. down yes. at the European Beer Cafe, my comedy festival show, April 10 to 23, Imperial Hotel, 9.45 tickets uh, for all the shows at trybooking.com. And also, yeah, and my album is uh, in the podcast feed to download it. And also, if you want to head to bandcamp.com, you can get the little tracks, the little tracks. Yeah, and if you want to give us a review on iTunes, we love that as well because um, I think that might bump us up a list or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we're, we're across it. Yeah, yeah, we know what's going on. <laughs> Uh, anyway, thank you. We'll see you later. Go Hawks. Go Blues. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.